0: Welcome to The Full Figured Life, where we don't just dream about having it all, we talk about the steps it takes to go for it and get the life that we want. From a body that you feel great in, to building wealth and relationships that have both sizzle and stability, there is nothing wrong with wanting it all and it is absolutely possible. I am your host, Kelly Pierce, a transformational life coach, hypnotherapist, energy worker, and founder of The Full Figured Life. Are you ready to have it all? Fantastic. You have come to the right place. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Full Figured Life. Last week, we started talking about inner child healing, how you might recognize that you need this sort of thing, and also some techniques on how to go about doing it on your own. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit more deeply on the why and why it works. With inner child healing, we tend to overlook that. uh, among the many, many other types of modalities there are. But I'm going to caution you not to underestimate it. And the reason why is because as a child from the ages of zero to seven years old, your entire basis of opinion, beliefs, thoughts that you have about the world around you are formed based on your experiences and what happens to you. Maybe you didn't have some exposure to a big trauma, but you could have had something happen as simple as being shot down after asking another child out to uh, go out with you. Or you could have fallen on the playground right before a big presentation and marred your clothes And there's so many things that happen to us when we're kids. And we can chalk it up as, oh, yeah, it sucks to be a clumsy kid. Or, "Um, what a bummer. You know, my parents, they forgot to pick me up after soccer practice once, twice, five times. You know, different things happen as we're children. And it's important to realize that maybe some of the things that happen to you are impacting your life today how you respond to other people, and what you believe about the world around you. As a child, you have certain needs, and if you remember Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it was a pyramid, and it goes from the physiological, breathing, food, sleep, being able to go to the bathroom, to the next level up the pyramid of safety, security of your body, your resources, family, health, The next level is love and belonging, where you will find friendship, family, and as an adult, that grows into sexual intimacy. The next level up is esteem, meaning self esteem, confidence, achievement, respect of others, and by others. And then finally, at the tip of the pyramid is self actualization morality, creativity, spontaneity, problem solving. So you've got all these needs, and they last the lifetime of your life. You will always have needs that are physiological for safety, for love and belonging, for your esteem, and your self-actualization. Self-actualization is like a huge thing. I think that more and more people who embrace the holistic being or the, the totality of a person's mind, body, and spirit, the more in pursuit of self actualization, a person becomes. And part of that is because once we realize who we are, we can let go of the preconceived notions and the false beliefs and the false selves that we put on and see the world as it is, see the world how it's meant to be, which is a benevolent universe, a lot of things are not either positive or negative. It's where you move that to in your mind based on your experiences and what you believe about yourself. And that dictates and governs your life experience. With children and people with these needs, the ones that are important, there's three areas that they can place them, so to speak. So the first thing is that needs that are important can be expressed. If a baby doesn't get food or changed, it's going to cry. If a child is threatened to not have enough sleep or have its home be taken away, they don't have that safety and security of a baseline, they're also going to cry and act out. As an adult, if you're important needs are not expressed, you will endeavor to squash them down and um, make it less prominent to yourself so that your mind isn't in pain thinking about your lack of need being met. But the next thing that happens is you can explain that your needs in a clear way to allow them to be met. And this is more frequently with adults than with kids, right? When you reach those esteem levels and connection, those types of things, you're more likely to explain to a partner or a boss or a colleague what you need from them in order to have your needs met. What could end up happening if your needs have not been met for a long time or you developed a belief when you were a young child that your needs just simply couldn't be met, that the parameters of life were such that it's not available to you or things just don't work out for you in that way. You will actually give up the need. Just start living life without that as a need. And I've seen this manifest in several of my clients who've had really big struggles in romance or feel like they haven't been able to overcome their career uh, blocks, their blocks and not feeling good enough to get what they really, truly deserve, they've striven for, they've gotten all the certifications, but they just give up. They're like, you know what? It's fine. I'll just be underpaid forever. Um, And one of my clients that I can remember vividly, she's like, maybe I'm just not meant to have a romantic partner. Maybe I'm supposed to be single all my life and be like a a nun for God. And it's like, no, I mean, maybe. I first would encourage to pray, but... (laughs) Second, let's look at where you developed this belief that love wasn't meant for you or you weren't meant for love. Full self-disclosure here, I went through a small time period in my own life when I had gone through a second divorce, when I had promised myself I wouldn't even have a first divorce. It was like, get married once, stay married forever, we're going to be fine. But I was going through my second divorce and I thought, well, maybe I'm just not meant to be married. Like. Maybe I wanted something that is impossible, and it was a false belief. It was something that I had modeled for me as a child that was not healthy, that was not constructive or edifying or nice in any sense of the word, and I was just operating from that principle that marriage was ugly, messy, painful, and ended in divorce, and that doesn't have to be the story that you embrace. You can give up the story and you can change it when you start working with the inner child. And in fact, that is what I started doing. And I manifested my current husband who treats me like a queen and loves me, respects me, honors me, and just wouldn't trade him for the world in two weeks. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So when we decide that we're going to go back to the younger version of us, the ones that didn't have their needs met. And we are going to say, yes, my love, you are worthy of having your needs met. This is possible for you. You can absolutely have anything and everything you want, and I'm going to help you feel safe enough to have it. Things change in our present, and it doesn't feel like Something that should happen, Um, you're like, well, wait a minute. This was 10, 15, 30 years ago that all these traumatic events happened to me. Like, why does being there for myself now change my current circumstance? What you're doing when you're going through the inner child healing work is you're giving yourself back the power. You are absolutely showing yourself that you're safe, that you're free that you can have your needs met, that everything is available to you as long as you are alive. Many people don't think that they have the ability to have the life that they want, whether that is a wealthy existence, one that is steeped in friendships and connection and laughter, or a body that is strong and healthy. And I see it play out all the time, especially on social media, And just friends of friends. Um, Most of my friends, I've got to be honest, they have done a lot of work on themselves, and if they haven't done a lot of work on themselves, then they weren't severely traumatized to begin with. They have great coping skills. They're able to love themselves even despite of any flaws that are perceived, and even though life isn't necessarily always perfect. Because bottom line is, Even if you have done the healing work and you're going through it and you're ready to level up, things don't necessarily always end up as like in the fairy tales with nothing going wrong. Because just like a tree that is growing deeper roots and a stronger trunk and better leaves, the wind is what makes that tree stronger. The adversity that it faces is what it's going to make its roots go deeper in search of water. One of my favorite all-time sayings is a smooth sea never made a skillful sailor. And I truly think about that not as a tongue twister, because it can be if you try to say it too quickly. But if you think about someone who's learning a new skill, such as driving a ship, right? They're learning how to navigate the feeling of a ship on the water, the wind, the waves, the importance of telling the crew what to do. Um, what all the controls mean, all of that stuff. And sure, they have simulators just like they have airline simulators and um, stuff that shows them what the controls are going to be and what they mean in a classroom. But this is just for a smooth sail. It's for what happens in an ideal condition, When they get put to the test and they really need to learn the gumption, the strength that they have, and put to the test, all the things that they really know, is when the sea is rough. When they're getting tossed about by waves and they've got people yelling and passengers crying and things going wrong and controls being, you know, wacky because of weather conditions, like... That is when you have a sailor who knows how to navigate tricky situations. So I think about that in terms of our lives and my own life. I know that I have had to navigate a lot of stormy waters, not all of them of my making, but many of them um, in the times since my childhood experience being sort of Because of the things that I believed about my life and the people around me and what I was worthy of experiencing and how I reacted to other people, sure, it was all a factor, but since I've been there and I know what is going to cause the waves to rise up really high, whether that's high emotion or high responses from others and their emotion what is going to cause the wind to blow and make either me or someone else want to leave the relationship, right? Or a job that's dysfunctional. Like I know what can happen. I can see the signs, see the signals, see the patterns, and I can honor that and I can stop it in its tracks. I know that that story does not have to repeat. I know that awareness is It really is 50% of the battle knowing what is going on because then you can say, hey, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to make a different choice this time and it's going to work out so much better. So one of the things that I see most often in clients is they think that there's something wrong with them because of what had happened to them before. And I just want to clear this right up for anybody who's a law of attraction follower or has sort of self-blame, shame, guilt, anything like that. If you've been a victim of circumstance or some predator has taken advantage of you in any way, shape, or form, or maybe there was something that was out of everyone's control, like a natural disaster that caused you to suffer loss, pain, damage, heartbreak, any of the above, I want you to know that this is not your fault. This is not necessarily a result of your childhood wounding. Um, One type of theory is that you've chosen your life and your soul journey, and this is part of what's going to make you stronger. Another, which I think is erroneous theory, is that you've attracted this into your life because that's just what you're all about. I do believe that we can level up, we can grow through these things, and we can learn to love ourselves with a self-compassion that is powerful and an awareness that helps us to avoid these situations. We're not necessarily destined to have the same patterns repeat. And we can notice through conscious thought where our patterns are getting stuck. So if you're constantly saying, you know, I could never do that. That's not for me. That's for other people, right? People who are more thin or people who are younger. Maybe it's not for people who are my gender. Um, I just can't do X. That is a lie. (laughs) You are limiting yourself and you are stopping your ability to even try. And it's okay But I just want you to be aware of it. It's something that is a pitfall that many people are uh, victim to. And it's not something you have to live with forever. Like, if you want to do something that you have been told is extremely hard, rare, impossible, I want for you to imagine what life would be like If you weren't told those things, if you were told you could do anything, that you could have this, all you needed to do was try, would you be willing to put in a little more effort? Would you be able to give yourself the praise that you've always wanted? Would you be able to ask questions like, what haven't I tried yet? Am I going to give up? No, I know it's possible. It's not just here yet, but it's going to get here. I'm thinking of the picture of a guy in a diamond mine and he's just striking away with this pickaxe behind him to the left is like an empty cavern. He's been mining and mining and mining. And right behind the wall that he's working on is a boatload of diamonds. He has no idea, but he's going to keep trying. The other picture is someone who's got the same situation where they're up against a wall of diamonds about to come at them. But they turn around and leave, and all that effort was wasted. So I want to just encourage you, if you've been trying really hard to get some goal achieved in your life to change things, turn them around, switch the pattern, rekindle your romance, um, just get the abundance that you've always dreamed of to have the life just supporting you and, and going through it. Don't give up. Your diamonds are just on the other side. The strength that you can realize when you have seen what happened to you when you were younger from a state of awareness and acceptance and love is amazing. It is something that I never cease to be amazed by, whether it's my own work or someone else's. It's like a a new life force can be breathed into someone. They have absolutely new wells of capability, patience, reserves that they didn't even know was possible. So before you give up and say, I'm just not going to do this, I guess it's not for me, I want you just to think about maybe setting yourself up for an inner child healing session, looking at who you are, looking at where you got these beliefs, and then holding space for yourself to do so. I'm available to start booking sessions as early as the second week of March, 2023. And I encourage you to take advantage of these deep, deep healing sessions and awareness because you will unblock years and years of baggage, doubt, and have my support alongside you as we go through approximately six weeks or so of healing with a total of two sessions. We go deep into your own personal story, your own blocks, and we unblock them. It's basically like taking all those bags you've been carrying and just dropping them off to be taken care of by someone else, and it doesn't impact you anymore. You can be grateful for the experience, but grow from it. And we really do pick out the golden wisdom from your inner child and allow that to come with you the rest of your life. Instead of blocking doors, you're opening doors and completely altering the course of your own personal history. So if this sounds like something you want to do, head on over to www.thefullfiguredlife.com. You can learn more about it and see how to sign up. So I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to teaching you even more about the inner child healing journey and what it can mean for you in your life as the next few weeks commence. And I just send you so much love from my inner child to yours. Enjoy yourself and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. I hope you felt uplifted and held in my little corner of the podcast world. It would mean so much to me if you enjoyed this episode to subscribe, rate, review, and share it with a friend. It helps everyone to raise their ideas of what is possible, and we all win when we rise up to lead a full-figured life unapologetically with courage, faith, and love. To get your hands on the e-book, Going from Wanting It All to Having It All, The Full-Figured Life, head over to www.thefullfiguredlife and download your free copy today.